Hello, all my fabulous bean stalkers out there. Please keep your 500-foot radial distance that the judge commanded. Because your stalkers get it. Welcome to the week 25 State of the Beanian Address and this week's edition of Extra Extra. First and foremost, our profile in beaniness, a big beanie burrito-y covered in the green enchilada sauce. Thank you for Chris Sanders, who kindly donated a laptop for Abe, so now we can like write together in the same place, which we couldn't before, as well as two brand new Samsung tablets. Um, so far, the tablet has not added to my productivity at all. I just want to say Magic the Gathering, the app won't work on it, and I blame him. So thank you, Chris Sanders, and everyone please harass him online. As you know already, uh, I know it made all the headlines, Johnny Papes was horribly injured when I inserted a pen into my breast pocket, and uh, it sort of it telescoped his spine, and he had massive reconstructive surgery, and he's been in a coma for like six weeks. Anyway, we all pray for his full recovery. Uh, he's pretty. He's doing well. He still can't spin the papers in that way that gets you a lot of montage work in like shows and old movies. And of course, we're equally thankful that this is an audio medium because he looks like shit. Oh, and that the pen wasn't damaged. It writes fine. So thank you for all your concerned notes. We posted a poll recently on our Patreon, and I wanted to share the results with you. We were basically asking if we should continue working on Downtime, a show that we promised would be our next goal, or if you'd be comfortable with us pitching you something new, something uh, in the same vein, you know, from the voices of the same people who brought you, a lot of the things you love, but new and exciting to us and something we can get behind more passionately. So what we're leaning towards is probably maybe a 15-minute or so, cinematic short, very high quality, in the interest of touring festivals and raising funds for our next feature. Because if we're done beating around the bush, that's what we want to do with our lives, and we feel like we have one wonderful community here that supports us. So we're going to try and do it and see if it works out. And there will be a ton more information about that forthcoming. All our patrons will be involved in uh, behind the scenes and helping us choose directionality of some of the projects. We don't even know what we're going to do yet. We just know we have a lot of feature ideas, and we want to start with a short and build it up from there. Oh, I should have said the poll was 4 to 1 in favor of us doing something new. So that's why we're doing it. We, would, we do what you say. You know, if everyone had said, shut up and do what we're used to you doing, trust me, we would have done it. But we're really grateful to you. Thank you so much for giving us the support and uh, believing in us enough to know that we can make something new, a new video series, and you're going to like it just as much. I should also announce Coen Brothers Brothers, our new podcast has launched, a podcast covering every Coen Brothers film in chronological order, hosted by myself and Abe Epperson. Uh, two episodes out now, so check that out. That would be... Blood Simple and Raising Arizona, already out. Next will be Miller's Crossing, and then fucking Barton Fink, and I think that's as far as I can go off the top of my head. Okay, last but not least, it's been a while since I got to talk to you guys directly. I do want to say we're doing great, we're happy, we make ends meet, but we have big ambitions, and we could do a lot more. If you can, tell a friend about us, get the word out. Our patronage has plateaued. Uh, we slid back a bit this month. So we're just really looking to get our new an infusion of new folks. Please share our stuff on social media if you enjoy it. It would really help us out. Or review our podcast channel on the iTunes app. I think that's it. So it's time to welcome back 
your friend and mine, the horribly injured but barely conscious, Mr. Johnny Papes. What do you got for us, Johnny? Extra, extra, this issue brought to you by IHOB, the international house of boy, we'd sure like to not go bankrupt, maybe push burgers, I don't know, we might be fucked, guys. Extra, extra, this just in, celebrity chef and travel writer Anthony Bourdain embarked for parts unknown with no reservations last week, putting a spotlight yet again on the topics of suicide and mental health care. Although most gun deaths are due to suicide, and most suicides are acts of impulse, mentioning that would be biased somehow, so we won't. Instead, let us simply say that now is not the time to discuss mental health care. The time for that is after a school shooting. When mental health is the actual issue, we should discuss... I don't know, immigration? That usually works. Meanwhile, the spotlight on Bourdain's and fashion designer Kate Spade's high-profile suicides have served as excellent grist for the 24-hour news mill, as have the resulting copycat suicides and ensuing news items about how tragic it is that news items shining the spotlight on high-profile suicides almost always result in a spate of copycat suicides. And if that doesn't make you contemplate suicide, you're probably in the clear for the time being. Hang in there, friend. Extra, extra, read all about it, read all about it. Presidential counsel Rudy Giuliani has said the president could murder ex-FBI director James Comey in cold blood and still pardon himself, implying that the president is absolutely above the law, including issues like money laundering, obstruction of justice, pussy grabbing, and collusion. Trump reportedly responded, really? I didn't know that, that's incredible! Before shooting several people in the face, stripping naked, and disappearing into the woods, howling Ivanka at the moon. Trump's ensuing rampage across the country continues unabated, and U.S. residents are warned to move into a dark, locked room, far from any Trump property, if they see an orange tornado on the horizon, a pandemic of douche chills sweeps through the neighborhood, local porn stars begin to lawyer up, or they look in the mirror and realize they are in fact ex-FBI director James Comey. In related news, Trump's support among Republicans stays steady in the mid-80s. Extra, extra, small beans special feature. Reading articles about things that cause cancer can cause cancer. According to new article, details inside, part one of an eight-part series. Extra, extra, read all about it. Scott Pruitt, the EPA head who famously has no moral problem with humans mooching off of the planet until it's sucked dry, has been revealed to be an amoral mooch, shocking everyone somehow. Pruitt spent spent over $3 million in taxpayer funds on a used mattress, silver stationery pens, first-class flights, and White House cafeteria food, among other frivolities. Voters across the nation are outraged, feeling that these luxurious dalliances can't help but distract him from his much more pressing duty, dismantling the department of which he is the head. Read all about it! Read all about it! Small Beans News! Audio news for the visually impaired community! If you can see and you're listening to this, Congratulations, you're ableist. Extra, extra, a Tennessee woman has filed a lawsuit to prevent NASA from confiscating a vial of moon dust her parents were given by Neil Armstrong. As this case has brought to the public's attention, any material of lunar origin is currently considered government property and a hazardous material. That's why, should the moon ever be colonized by man, NASA will immediately consider them government employees to be quarantined and preemptively bombed. Quote, especially if if those Tesla assholes beat us to it. Privatized astronautical engineering firms such as SpaceX have fought the ruling, arguing that if their car with a mannequin strapped to it hits something, 
They should own that. Extra, extra. Local man clearly shouts Jeopardy answer a fraction of a second after Alex Trebek, comma, pretends he got it anyway, comma, tension settles over the family room. We will update you as events unfold. Extra, extra. Following a miraculous career comeback, comedian and speaker blasting hatred Roseanne Barr has caused her own hit show to be canceled by loading up her Twitter app, scrolling past tweets by her boss, a woman of color, and one of her best writers, a woman of color, to blast some hate at a woman of color. Comma, turns out, is pretty dumb. The show featured many controversial storylines, but also strived to depict the lives of a poor white rural American family dealing with progressive and modern issues, not normally seen on television. As such, some see the cancellation as a shame before they go back into Roseanne's Twitter history and wonder instead how she didn't get canceled much, much earlier. Extra, extra. NFL bans kneeling for the national anthem, comma, government bans shooting unarmed black men, comma, everything's good now. Extra, extra. The death toll from Hurricane Maria has risen to more than 4,500 American citizens, more than were killed during the September 11th terror attacks. The Trump team, under intense public pressure, has finally announced a fully comprehensive plan to deal with the situation. Namely, quote, stripping Puerto Ricans of U.S. citizenship, thereby obviating the issue. Press Secretary Sarah Sanders wept openly while delivering the information to reporters, but was quickly reset by some technicians and resumed normal function. In other islands in trouble news, residents of Hawaii have been on red alert for six weeks as Mount Kilauea continues to erupt. Rivers of lava destroy streets and power grids, demolish neighborhoods, and inspire video game levels for decades to come. Despite the widespread devastation, the Hawaiian people hold out hope for a more robust emergency response from the mainland than Puerto Rico has enjoyed, since there have been several statements in the past that imply that the president may be vaguely aware that they are in fact part of the United States. Extra, extra, small beans news. Recently resuming publication following our full pardon from Donald Trump. Read all about it, read all about it. Famed spiced bird carcass pickup depot KFC announces that its UK locations will begin testing a vegan fried chicken option on their menus. Managers have warned vegan customers, however, that the vegan option will still be grown in the same test tubes as the regular chicken, and the biscuits will continue to contain a, quote, healthy amount of repurposed pig ligament. For a true vegan experience, they recommend the bucket the chicken came in, or that you don't try to merge veganism and the greasiest food on the planet, you stupid knob. In related news, IHOB has changed its name back to IHOP, comma, begins serving people meat. Extra, extra. We realize that you turn to us for all of your sexual misconduct news, which is weird and we've been meaning to talk to you about it, but we'd never want to let you down. So, following our absence, it seems a recap is in order of famous men who have been recently disgraced by the things they did with or on behalf of their penises. Get a pencil ready. There's Weinstein's The Brothers, both Harvey and Bob, Lassiter, Matt Lauer, and Tom Brokaw. There's Branson and Anthony, a Dick and a Wiener, Dan Harmon and Freeman and Larsie Von Trier. Louis D.I.C.K. Aziz Giamatti, no, not the last one, but possibly, probably, Larry King Cosby and even Max Landis, the guy who wrote Bright Can't Control His Own Hands is not like the Davids, Blaine or Copperfield, who both disappeared after they copped a feel. I was sad about Tambor and Eli Wiesel, but sometimes you 
like kinda always could tell like with Sizemore and Sheen, Mario Batali, James Franco, the Afflex, James Toback, R. Kelly, Brett Ratner and Andy Dick, Slick Willie Clinton, who's not even the only president mentioned, there's Bush, George, H.W., DJ45, and probably more if you check the archives. But back to celebs, there's your Spaceys and Hoffmans, who don't meditate on consent very often, John Singleton, Dreyfus, and Miller T.J., but Silicon Valley had peaked anyway. More of a shock was that Seal was a sinner, groped a neighbor while borrowing her salad spinner, Juno Diaz, Steve Wynn, Ollie Stone, Mike Douglas, Paul Haggis, the list's even grown, to include nice old guys like Garrison Keeler, who apparently, if he liked, he would feel ya, Scott Bayo, Al Franken, Geraldo Rivera, Chuck Rose had some thorns that we weren't quite aware of, Jeremy Piven should round out our list, but we'd forgot Danny Masterson exists. <sighs> Wow, he just he just straight passed out. I hope he's all right. Um, the tiny medics that live in his po- his chest pocket have come out and started to perform little tiny adorable CPR maneuvers, so I'm sure he's fine. I'm going to go ahead and button my pocket, uh, shove my pen in there, and we will see you next time on Extra Extra. We love you. This has been a Small Beans endeavor. We're a bunch of pals who make podcasts, sketches, music, web series, and movies. The Beans always have new ideas percolating, so make sure to check us out at patreon.com slash smallbeans. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash smallbeans, where you can browse all of our current and past content, see what we've got planned in the future, and learn how your support can help the Small Beans grow into huge, giant monster beans. If you enjoyed this content module, please like, rate, subscribe, or tell a friend about us. We love you.